0: good evening everybody my name is Jordan and this is episode 60 of Sodom and I now I know on the previous uh technically technical episode I said I was going to be here every two to three days but maybe it just makes sense for me to do it once weekly so I'll drop it I'll drop an episode on Sunday you know of each week that way, I could prioritize my time a little bit better. Cause I'll be honest, I haven't been um, prioritizing my time or being super intentional, but I am today. Cause I'm doing some DoorDash at 7:30, and I'm gonna bring my doggo with me. He'll be he'll be in the back seat with his seatbelt, so he's not gonna be around anybody's you know food. But I um I just want to get back into the string of things and um I guess be more honest with myself. You know, doing this every day kind of takes a toll And I see that my energy needs to be spread out You know, and just doing things in a better way You know, anytime I get comfortable God kind of makes a little shift And he's like, "Ah, you don't need to get settled Because he knows when I get comfy, I I get comfy And that's why things haven't been as consistent with this podcast So I just want to be honest with you guys Y'all know I like to be Vulnerable and open with you, so that's just stuff that I'm going through, you know. But we are going to read days 61 through 64 of our daily gratitude journal, and I guess this will be a segment where I just read seven of them at a time (laughs) because I do want to stick with this journal, you know, with you guys each day, and I want to be fair to you. So, day 61, playing grown up. High-heeled shoes, fancy dresses, a little girl acting all grown up. Playing grown up is a lot of fun when you're little, isn't it? Wearing your mom's shoes, dancing around the house in one of her pretty dresses. It's a blast <laughs> to act like an adult. Sometimes we get so excited About what it's going to be like when we're older that we forget God created children for a reason. Mm -hmm. He He likes it that you're not all grown up yet. And he's in no hurry to get you there. Don't ever look down on yourself because you're young. This breaks God's heart. Don't ever say, but I'm just a kid. What can I do for God? The truth is, you can do plenty. Mm. And he wants you to. No, he needs you to. To understand that you don't have to wait until you're grown up to tell others about him. So start now. Right where you are. Kick off those high-heeled shoes. Grab your tennis <laughs> And get running. Whisper of wisdom. But the Lord said to me. Do not say I am only a child. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Jeremiah one seven. Mm-hmm. That was good. Seeing and that in and another aspect, of, you know, we're all God's children, so that just gives you another way of thinking about things. There are no God's adult, you know, God's adults. We're all His kids. Day sixty two. Peace comes from doing God's will. The peace that passes all understanding can be yours. Love God's word and learn it. Do you ever feel uncomfortable because some of your friends want you to do something you don't think you should? Or have you felt confused because you aren't sure what it is you should be doing? Do you feel worried that you might do something wrong just to please others? Do you need direction from a master navigator? To figure out which way to go on the road of life, check out God's word. It has all the direction you need. The more you read and study your Bible, the better you will know what you should and shouldn't do. And his word will also give you the strength to tell yourself or your friends, "No" when you need to. Want peace of mind? Just pick up your Bible and then talk to Jesus, the Prince of Peace. They'll give you good directions to follow, the strength to obey, and the peace that comes from choosing the right path. Whisper of Wisdom. Great peace have those who love your law. And nothing causes them to stumble. Psalm 119 and 165. Day 63. Got hope? Do you have Jesus in your heart? He is our only hope for the future. When you ask Jesus to come into your heart and take away all of your sins, the Holy Spirit comes and makes his home inside of you. God pours out his love into our hearts by giving us the Holy Spirit to live inside our hearts. The Holy Spirit gives us hope for the future and helps us to know right from wrong. Do you have the hope of knowing you will spend eternity with Jesus? If not, take the time right now to ask him to come into your heart. Jesus come into my heart. Mm. You can pray a prayer something like this. Dear Jesus, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Please forgive me for all the bad things I've done and send the Holy Spirit to come and live in my heart so that I can be with you someday. Amen. If you have prayed that prayer for the very first time, Go tell your parents or someone you trust from church. Ask them to help you get to know Jesus better. Whisper of wisdom. Hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, whom he has given us. Romans 5 and 5. Day 64. Stand on the truth. Do you know what the Bible says? Question mark. Read it. (laughs) Ask God to help you understand it. Do you make time every day for reading the Bible? You know it's the only way to find out what God expects from you. Not only that, but you will be full of joy just from spending time with Jesus. A lot of people might tell you it's hard to understand God's word but it really isn't. Not if you really want to. All you need to do is ask God to show you what he means. He'll be glad to help you figure it out. And you know something else? The more you read, the more you'll understand. Oh, I've been hearing that my entire life. The more, the more you read, the more you'll understand it's very important for you to do this because there are lots of people who are teaching things that aren't really in the Bible. It's Satan's way of distracting us from the truth. But if you know what's in the Bible, you'll be ready to spot the phony stuff when it shows up. So be prepared. Read the Bible and spend time with the author. Whisper of Wisdom, be not carried about with divers and strange doctrines, for it is a good thing that the heart be established with grace. Hebrews 13 and 9. All right. Now that we are all caught up, I remember speaking about a story in the Bible with you guys. And I know it's in Second Kings. Let me look at my holy bible app I hope y'all are doing well I hope you had a good week and I hope you continue to have a good week go to my bookmarks Joshua Psalms, Micah Isaiah Psalms, still in song alright, it's in my highlights but I'd be highlighting verses like like very frequently so let's see if Second Kings. I've been reading first and second or I read all of first and uh first and second Samuel. First King it might be first Kings and not Second King. Why are you doing this to me right now? Don't do that. You get some help, Jesus. Let me get some help on the phone, Lord. Alright, I see it right there. First Kings 1838. First Kings 18, 38. There we go. I was just telling one of my friends about this story. And I believe this is about Elijah. Read full chapter. Elijah and Obadiah. All right. Obadiah taking a hundred Prophets. Obadiah, Obadiah, go tell your master Elijah's here. Elijah on Mount Carmel, May Israel, Ahab, then Elijah said to them, only one. Okay, where is it? What you say is good? All right, boom. Let's just start at 1 Kings 18 and 16. And this is talking about Elijah on Mount Carmel. Carmel. I'm going to say Carmel. And. All right, let me just read it. So Obadiah went to meet Ahab and Ahab told him. Yeah, and Ahab told him and Ahab went to meet Elijah. When he saw Elijah, he said to him, is that you? You troubler of Israel. I have not made trouble for Israel. Elijah replied, But you and your fathers have. You have abandoned the Lord's commands and have followed the balls. Bows, balls. We're going to say balls. <laughs> We're going to say balls. Now summon the people from all over Israel to meet me on Mount Carmel and bring the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah who eat at Jezebel's table. We'll talk about Jezebel another time. So Ahab sent word throughout all Israel and assembled the prophets on Mount Carmel. Elijah went before the people and said, How long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. But the people said nothing pause this is first kings 18 this is literally crazy that the people of israel are still bouncing back and forth thank you holy spirit because it's like do you do you know what they (laughs) do you know what they went through right before this bro? they went through not having a king to begging god for a king and god said I'm literally your king but if you want one I'll give you one but when you cry out to me because of what your king does I will not answer and they said we want a king we want a king so he was like okay bet and he gave them Saul and Saul was Saul seemed pretty good at first and then Saul started doing some very Saul things right that the Lord told them that he would do you know let me take a a sip of my tea Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that is good! Hallelujah, my God! Thank you, thank you, Lord. Mm. So, where what was I just at? Holy Spirit. He gave him Saul, and Saul was doing some very Saul things, right? And then after a while, it says, literally in the Bible, God said or God felt like He regretted making Saul king. So then He found David and david was what the son of jesse and that there and his family was like one of let's say that uh david was the low of the low he was like the weakest one of his family and god said i'm gonna make that boy a king i'm gonna make that boy a king and he did and david david uh David went through a lot. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Before, before he was king, and then after he became king, David went through a lot. But everything David did, he succeeded in because God was on his side. And you know, David was human. It sh- it, it tells a part about how he um, he saw Beersheba. You know, she was like bathing or something. He saw her. He thought she was the most beautiful woman in the world he said, uh, bring her to me. And he brought, you know, his guards or whoever brought Beersheba to him. And they they did the do. They slept with each other. And she was married. And then uh, David basically made it, I guess he made it seem like he was a husband's friend and everything. Because, you know, he's a king. So he's like, oh, King David. And then he put him on the front lines and he got killed you know and God was not pleased with that and Beersheba um you know she was with child after they slept you know after they laid down and uh God said that your baby is going to die you know be you know he died because of the sins of his father and um you know on day you know D- David was repenting and he was like begging and pleased and everything but on that seventh day the baby passed away you know the baby went back to the lord and i like to you know i y'all already know i miscarried but i like to see it as he could take care of them way better than i can so when I, i when he calls them back to him it's like bro you're he can do a better job that's how i see it right so the lord was like this is your punishment because you you basically you you killed her husband man you didn't you didn't strike a sword to him, but you knew he was going to get killed when you sent him out there. So, you know, that happened. And then that night after the baby died, they they slept together again, trying to console his wife and everything. And she was with child again. And that baby lived, you know, God, God does. uh He disciplines, but he doesn't hold a grudge. You know, he disciplines, but he doesn't hold a grudge. So all that happened in 1 and 2 Samuel, right? Now we're in 1 Kings. And I believe David passed away in uh the very first chapter of 1 Kings. Let me actually go over there. There's 2 Kings, 1 Kings. I got my handy-dandy Bible. All right, now the days of David. All right, he didn't die in First King. Lord may continue His word, do according to Thy wisdom, show kindness. All right, it was in First Kings where um one of David, one of David's children. Where is it? Abiah thought. No, that's a priest. David was stringing his years, servants, get a virgin, take care of him. I remember that. She cherished him, but the king knew her not. It says, "Uh, the damsel was very fair and cherished the king and ministered unto him, but the king knew her not. Which basically meant, this is why I like reading stuff in NIV, because it, it get down to the point. This says uh, he knew her not, which basically means that he didn't do anything sexual with her. You know, she was a virgin and she was very beautiful. You know, it does say she was fair and cherished the king and ministered unto him. She was she was his caregiver in his last days and he didn't do any any sexual act with her. You know, which was, you know, you fine. Where is it? Mother bore him. He confirmed Joab. then uh there we go adonijah is one of uh david's kids with i guess one of his concubines Haggith. it it went through all that before but um adonijah was like well my my father is dying so i'll be king but that's not what david said he would do but that's not what we're on right now we're on (laughs) i started getting caught up Give, I like giving back story. You know, I like to talk. That's why I'm here now. That's why you're listening. You like to hear me talk. You love this. You love it. <laughs> all right. So where were we? 400 prophets of Asherah who eat at uh, Asherah who eat at Jezebel's table. All right. So Ahab sent word throughout all Israel and assembled the prophets on Mount Carmel. Elijah went before the people and said, how long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. I imagine he put quotation marks around Baal. But the people said nothing. Then Elijah said to them, I am the only one left of the Lord's prophets. But Baal has 450 prophets. He was like, you know what? Y'all want to act like he's God? I'm going to show you who the real God is. I'm going to show you. And it's not going to be me. None of the glory comes from me. My God is going to show you who he is. Right? Boom. Get two bowls for us. Let Baal's prophets choose one for themselves. Let them cut it into pieces and put it on wood, but not set fire to it. I will prepare the other bowl and put it on wood, but not set fire to it. Then you call on the name of your God, lowercase g, and I will call on the name of the Lord, capital L. Come on. The God who answers by fire. He is God. I'm going to go ahead and highlight all of this. That way I don't get lost again. All right. So he's like, listen, I'll let y'all, I'll let y'all choose first. You get the first picking. Choose what you want. Because y'all got all them people. Y'all got 450 prophets of Baal. Right? Y'all go ahead. Do the first picking. And that's 450 V1. Right? Boom. Elijah said to the prophets of Baal. Choose one of the bulls and prepare it first. Since there are so many of you. LOL. Call on the name of your God. But do not light the fire. So they took the bull given them. And prepared it. Then they called on the name of Baal from morning till noon. Baal, answer us, they shouted. But there was no response. No one answered. And they danced around the altar they had made. At noon, (laughs) Elijah began to taunt them. He was like playing with them. He's like, come on now. Y'all are are ridiculous. (laughs) Shout louder, he said. Surely he is a god. Perhaps he is deep in thought or busy or traveling. <laughs> Maybe he is sleeping and must be awakened. <laughs> Barrow, he was like, y'all are being ridiculous right now. But I would play into it since y'all like games so much. <laughs> Maybe he's sleeping or must be awakened. So they shouted louder and slashed themselves with swords and spears as was their custom, until their blood flowed. Midday passed, and they continued their frantic prophesying until the time for the evening sacrifice. But there was no response. No one answered, and no one paid attention. Then Elijah said to all the people, Come come here to me, come here to me, come here. They came to him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord which had been torn down. Not he made the altar and then they tore it down after he said, you do you and I do me. Look, spiteful because they knew they was going to lose. Elijah took 12 stones, one for each of the tribes descended from Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord had come saying, your name shall be Israel. With the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord. And he dug a trench around it. He said, I'm not only going to wax you guys, but I am going to, uh, I'm going to (laughs) flex. I'm a flex as I do so. Period. Your name shall be Israel with the stones. And he dug a trench. He, he dug a trench around it large enough to hold two, uh, seas of sea or seas, seas, whatever that's about 24 pounds or 11 kilograms so about 24 pounds of seed that's a big that's a big old trench that's 24 pounds of seeds he arranged the wood cut the bowl into pieces and laid it on the wood then he said to them fill four large jars with water and pour it on the offering and on the wood oh my gosh he flexed it on them i'm sorry i'm like reading ahead while i'm reading He said, fill it, pour it on the offering and on the wood. Do it again, he said, and they did it again. Do it a third time, he ordered, and they did it again. The water ran around the altar and even filled the trench. He said, (laughs) four large jars of water and poured it on the offering and on the wood. They're probably looking at this man like, uh... That that jar is supposed to be set on fire. So in total, what's well, four times three? Twelve. They poured twelve large jars with water and poured it on the offering and the wood and filled up the trench that holds twenty four pounds of about twenty four pounds of seed around it. So it's like a puddle of water. It's just a puddle of water that's that's lit at the time of the sacrifice the prophet elijah stepped forward and prayed lord the god of abraham isaac and israel let it be known today that you are god in israel and that i am your servant and have done all these things at your command Answer me, Lord, answer me. So these people will know that you, Lord, are God and that you are turning their hearts back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and burnt up the sacrifice, the wood, the stones and the soil and licked up the water in the trench. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's so powerful. That is so powerful. The Lord burnt, he burnt up the sacrifice, the wood, the stones, my God, and the soil. And also licked up the water in the trench. Come on. When all the people saw this, because the story ain't done yet. They fell prostrate and cried. The Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. Elijah commanded them. Seize the prophets of Baal. Don't let anyone get away. Now we we read earlier, that's 450 people. Don't let anyone get away. They seized them. And Elijah had them brought down to the Kishon Valley and slaughtered there. (laughs) And Elijah said to Ahab, go, eat and drink, for there is the sound of a heavy rain. So Ahab went off to eat and drink, but Elijah climbed to the top of Carmel and bent down to the ground and put his face between his knees. Go and look toward the sea, he told his servant. And he went up and looked. There is nothing there, he said. Seven times, Elijah said, go back. The seventh time, the servant reported A cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea. Wow. So Elijah said, go and tell Ahab, hitch up your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. Meanwhile, the sky grew black with clouds. The wind rose, a heavy rain started falling, and Ahab rode off to Jezreel. The power of the Lord came on Elijah and tucking his cloak into his belt he ran ahead of Ahab all the way to Jezreel that's wild so we'll end that story right there but this is like oh, I love that story that was a story that I was talking to you guys about like last week before I took I guess a break oh man I just love this story because they, the Lord was flexing on them it was flexing, on them. he was like, "No, no, not, don't, don't just build this trench to show them that you're not the one lighting the fire. Build a trench and fill it with water, and then don't just fill the trench with water. Pour the water on top of the on top of the on top of the uh what is it, the ox or the bull that they cut up, and the firewood, and then let it sit there all day, and then." Do it not once, not twice, but three times. Pour 12 big old jars of water on there. Let the wood soak it up so they see who I am. I am the Lord, the great I am. Like that whole passage is just so powerful to me. You know? Oh man, oh man, oh man. I don't want to sit here too long because y'all know I could talk all day because I do have work that I need to get done before the end of the day. But I just wanted to share this story with you. And then I believe um, I also spoke about the Bible being a literal book of stories. And then it's not just like one story, then it ends. Then the next story, then it ends. It's literally one story going into another because even at the end of this, the power of the Lord came upon Elijah, and tucking his cloak into his belt, he ran ahead of Ahab all the way to Jezreel. Bro, Ahab was on a chariot with horses, bro. <laughs> Ahab was on a chariot with horses. And the Lord gave Elijah so much strength that he went Uh, He ran ahead of them all the way to Jezreel. He said, I don't need the horse. I am the horse. (laughs) God said, I am the horse. You need speed? I got you. Mm. (sighs) Sitting in the presence of the Lord is just, Lord, is just very, very comforting. You know, because sometimes we might, We might go through things and take two steps forward and three steps back, man. But as a victim of that myself, the victim of myself, (laughs) you know, it's all right. Give yourself grace because God gives forgiveness. You know, he grants us all forgiveness, even when we are also very, excuse me, undeserving yet he still does it so we deserve to give ourselves that same level of forgiveness and, and grace and with that being said i have the hiccups and i'm gonna go ahead and stop recording but i love you guys be safe be blessed be a blessing unto others stay productive and stay progressive i love you but god loves you more than i do mm-hmm.